Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan More, episode number 25. Yes, that's quarter of a century we've been doing this. 25 ye- years. Oh, year. No, we. Oh, we, daily. Oh, so like a month and a half. Oh, month. Not even. Oh, okay. Got it. I was just told by upstairs that it's not a quarter of a year or a century or anything like that. It's just 25 episodes. Episode 25. I am Joe Negron along with Craig. Hello. Breaking more records, mate. How are you? Um, good. How are you? I'm good. Lockdown still, but not fun. Hmm. Not fun, but getting through. So, you know, I think it's the same thing I say every week. Yeah. It's, um, how many lockdowns have you had? Is this the first one, third one, ninth one? This is our second one. Second. Yeah. But I was comparing the numbers. If you take um, our population as a percentage of America's population, yeah, we're at about half the seriousness that you guys. Oh, are at. okay. So yeah, it's pretty bad, and we're kind of going crazy. But hey, yeah. we're alive. So there's that on our side, right? As long as you're not getting the deltas, you're all good. <sighs> not yet. Although Don't... I have got five casual contacts from my one supermarket. It's a lot. It's a lot. So thankfully, they were all. Before I got tested, and I know I'm good, but I'm seeing if I can crack double figures by next week. Yikes. That's the aim. That would be something (laughs) if that happened. That would be record-breaking or something. But, you know, it sucks, man. It sucks. But I was was having a conversation with my mate the other day. Imagine the lockdown had happened in the 90s. Yeah. Without internet, without fancy phones, we'd all be going literally crazy. Yeah, that would be really bad. At least we're still in communication, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. So at least we got something on our side, and we can still produce amazing podcasts such as this. We can. So the world is the world rejoices, man. That's the thing. As soon as the as soon as back in March 2020, as soon as this whole pandemic started happening, it was like, well, everybody's going to lose their jobs. People are going to shut down. Things aren't going to ha- be happening. But you know what will still happen? Podcasts, because mm-hmm. you can do them from anywhere. And you can do them from home, and you can connect via the internet. As long as our internets don't get shut down, then we can still do a show. So, And then it's almost like every celebrity decided to do one. It's strange. <sighs> yep. I just kicked <laughs> Back to one of your favorite things. Lemonade stand over and said, you're not allowed to make that 50 cents anymore because I want to make that 50 cents. And I'm like, but you're already a multimillionaire, sir. And they're like, too bad. How's that? It's just not way the world works, Joe. It's not how it works, mate. It's just not, not fair and equitable. What are you thinking? There is no fair. There is uh, no fair. Yeah. We'll be okay. That's okay. We'll kick their lemonade stand over later. Um, welcome, everyone. Damn straight. That's right. We're going to talk about NXT today, and we have some, some sad news about NXT. It is broken. It is a broken system. <laughs> if you listen to the main show, you already know they released 13 people from NXT on Friday night. Ah, Some of which good we expected. Good Bronson Reed. One of my man, Bronson what Reed. What the heck are they thinking? So stupid. Yeah. So Ty, I'll just go down the list real quick. Bobby Fish. We just saw him job. Bronson Reed, Ari, Ari Sterling, Jake Atlas, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, uh, referee Stephen Smith, Zechariah Smith, Tyler Rust from the Diamond Mine. Mm. Why? Asher Hale, Giant Zangier, Desmond Troy, and Mercedes Martinez. What? Why? Strange. Yeah. 
going yeah. by what they've been saying, it just seems like they don't consider any of these people can be of any significant you main event status. Are correct. That is and, what they thought. I mean, let's be real. A lot of them, I actually agree. Fine. They will never main event. They'll be mid card at best. That's but fine. Then, again, Bronson Reed has what it takes. Like the he crowd really does. was really yeah. into him. They really liked him. And then what happens? This is what I'll get to it when it gets there. But yeah. when we look at our breakout tournament match. Yes. I, I'll say no more till we get there. But oh, I don't understand. I don't yep. Understand. I don't either. We'll talk about that. So I stupid. can't even believe that's real. And then, um, yeah. And then the other two. The yeah. The other two weird pieces of news are, of course, the um, Adam Cole and Pete Dunn. Both of their contracts are up next weekend. So we'll see. Mm. We'll see if I, have an, I have a theory on at least Adam Cole. Okay. In regards to that, then it ties into today's episode. So okay. I'll hit that when we get there. But yeah, I think we might have got a little clue as to his status with contract. Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. Mm, okay. See what you think about that. When okay. I get okay. to my crazy conspiracy booking. All right. Well, then let's start the NXT review so we can talk about that. Good. Okay. So we're no more sci-fi channel today so we're back to normal good where they are was it usa is that where they are yep normally yep so we're back on there which means we're gonna have a great show maybe i hope so not all places no um and today we only have vic joseph and wade barrett on commentary because can you was there a joke that i missed beth phoenix isn't there because quote she needs a holiday from a certain someone i didn't just that a joke I don't it's, get that. It's the joke is that Wade Barrett's annoying and a heel. Okay. So that okay. she should get away from him. So that that was totally fake, but they said it. Okay. It was just delivered really dry. And I didn't know. I'm like, I, I don't get it. They just so, wanted to blame yeah. Wade Barrett because he's there. That's all. Fair enough. You know, more of those fake accent people. But anyway. Yes. That's what I heard. <laughs> I got something for you, Larry, at the end of this episode with your fake accent claims but we'll get to that at the end be excited be very excited Ooh. yeah all right so we open with a recap of joe and cross so it's it's very clear what's going to be the main event of takeover because we've been recapping this very well but very regularly um and they also remind us that tonight's going to have Ilya dragonov in the ring yes. we're going to have colin o'reilly face to face and gonzalez will break her silence so what they're saying is that today's nxt the three main events are not matches. No. Or they don't have a main event booked. If you but, Yeah, if you looked online, they only bo- they only had one match advertised and we don't even get that match. Oh, okay, I'm curious what match did they have advertised? I didn't look. Well, you'll remember then in a second when ah, I tell you. You think I'll remember things? You will. You, you will. Don't, you don't know me well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Interesting. We start the uh, the night. We're gonna have Ember Moon versus Saray. That was the match. They advertised that. that was the they match. advertised that last oh, okay. week. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you're right. I did remember. So See? You, you're right again. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, this is interesting. Is this uh, Ember Moon is not cleared to compete? So does that mean <sighs> she's going to be cut by the end of this week? Probably wow. Not. I don't think they'll do that. But I mean, they maybe. You never know. I heard there were more cuts coming tomorrow, but we'll see. Like the Simpsons with your cut, your cut, your cut. That's exactly what it's like at the moment. Yeah, I know. It's not good. Oh, it's not good. Um. So anyway, so instead of Ember Moon versus Sarai, it's going to be Dakota Kai versus Sarai, and their names rhyme, or do they? Dakota Kai thinks they don't. We'll get that to a second. Wow, my God. Um, she doesn't know what anything is. <laughs> How was that? And I, um, so yeah, so this will be a decent match to start the show, I guess. And the good news is that when 
Dakota Kai comes to the ring. The crowd is doing the right thing and they're booing her. I was concerned they might go on her side, but yeah. there's lots of boos. They know so now. That's good. Yeah, they they're, know. they're aware. Oh, I now know. Everyone knows. So Kai gets on the ring and calls out Saray. No, she calls out Sari. She calls her Sari, which you could take as racist, but it's not. No, in fact, um, it's not racist at all. Um, but her name's not Sari. Also, she thinks it's the man title. The NXT main yes. title is the man title, and she thinks it's the woman title. That is not yes. right. And yes. I don't understand how, if you're a wrestler, you don't understand that. And the, it seems like the female wrestlers, half of them don't get words when it comes to... Do you think it's Vince no. telling them to say it that no, way? No, 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 no. They think that's what it is. possible that so many intelligent women don't know how to speak. They just don't. They just don't know. Like, it's like it's a woman's title. Like, who, which, which woman? Right. Which woman is she the champion Do we call of? the main one the man title? Do we? Because that would be the equivalent. But none of them think of it like that. If they would just think of it like that once, they would always remember that it's the women's title. It's this, one of the strangest anomalies. I just, I genuinely know. Well, gimmick. I don't get how it. How about the gimmick? How about the gimmick when you used to always say the following contest is scheduled for one fall, but then as soon as they changed it to, um, they would tell you if it's a women's match, they started calling it, a women's division match instead of a women's yeah. division match. So it's like it, mm. as a women's division match, as opposed to a women's multiplication match. Like <laughs> they started doing that for a long time too. And it was like, why are you emphasizing division? What is, what is wrong with everybody? They don't want, you know, they don't want equality. They don't want things to sound the same. So we've got to make well, sure people know it's different. Then it shouldn't the be, then division. it shouldn't sound stupid. Well, it's WWE, mate. Mm. We've got to lower expectations. We really do. Yeah. But she says um, in her little weird little promo in the ring that she's no one sidekick and that really had a I'm ahead of the table vibe to it when I heard it. Now that I read it back, I don't feel it. But when I wrote my notes, I'm like, feels same, same. But anyway, I'll move off that stupid observation. Yeah. It's okay. So, uh, <laughs> Saray's entrance is much less awkward. Last time I saw her, I'm like, yeah. what's the deal? I swear to God, they're listening to us, Joe. But yeah, she was much more natural. They're like, don't be like, nervous this time. Yeah, yes. stop being awkward. And it was fine. So that's good. Yeah. Um, now, I had a really, okay, I'm not a funny guy, but I think I'm funny. And that's the important thing. I think that Saray should make a new finisher. It should be the razor's edge, but she should call it the serrated edge. That would be good. She's small, though, and can't pick up anyone. So I would say that's a bad idea. She'd have to do that move from the second rope every time. So, hmm. That can be the difference. I'm saying it now. If Serrated Edge gets in WWE, I want to cut. That would be good. Anyway, look, it's a match. It's a good match. It's it's the sort of match these two would be expected to put on. That's fine. But don't forget that this is... Right after Dakota Kai, two days ago, on main event that they recorded right before Raw, oh, that's right. job to Aaliyah, one of the oh, worst yeah. female wrestlers that WWE has. Well, don't forget Beth Phoenix. Not Beth Phoenix, sorry. Natty is always up there for that title, but yeah. Yes, yeah. but I'm saying Aaliyah, been around forever, also green, also not great. Also, I don't understand what, what she was beating Dakota Kai for. Also, Vic Joseph, 
knows how to pronounce Saray. He knows how to pronounce Saray. When we go to commercial break, he doesn't know how to pronounce it anymore. Why are names so hard? Why are words so hard? I don't know. We can mess them up sometimes. We're not, that's not our job. That's not our Our job. job Our job is not to sit there and educate the entire uh, universe that pe- watch of people that watch this product. That person in the ring is named this. This person in the ring is named that. That's the that the that's the commentator's whole job. Well, if they're not calling move names anymore, maybe they're just going to stop calling names altogether. Most of the maybe. move names that Vic called tonight were oh, so annoying. You know why it's double annoying now? Because now that I re- you know review the show and take notes, sometimes I don't know the name of a move, and I want them to tell me. And they, they don't just don't. They do not so do it. Annoying. But anyway, what, what Joseph does make sure he tells me and Wade is that he's a cutthroat competitor, cutthroat competitor, edgy competitor. Okay, we get it. We get it. She's not number number two. Oh, wait. What did Joseph say? Kai is tired of being a number two. That's it's a like very a poop? different sentence. Yes, that's a very different sentence, Joseph. Wow. Went. Not you, Joseph, that Joseph. Yes, and he needs one. to be aware of that because wow. that sounded bad. But yeah, it's exactly the same as Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly is not sitting at, no, sorry, um, Roderick Strong, sorry. Roderick Strong is not anyone's, you know, number two anymore. He's a top shelf competitor. It's the exact same commentary script. You're just replacing Kai Jeez. for Strong. So copy paste. Um, anyway, look, Kai nope. gets the wind at the end of the match. He does a big boot thing in the corner, and that's exactly how we expected the match to go. And but, then exactly as we expected. Sorry, go. But but the that's not even her finisher. No, it's not even a finisher. <laughs> we didn't have to hear the stupid name, so I was fine with that. I know, but it's still not even a finishing move. It should be a finishing move, but it's well, Sami Zayn's finishing so, move. Yeah, so exactly. it shouldn't yeah. it's someone else's finisher, which that's why it wasn't hers. But I guess that's just because that's a more believable way she could take out Raquel and she's already used it on Raquel. Exactly, my friend. Did you mention Raquel was walking around in the parking lot? She was? Yes. I During okay. the match, during the match, she was they showed her um arriving at the arena with her suitcase. I completely missed that. Yes, Maybe they, I was writing notes. Did they go did. did they cut audio or just visual? Uh, you still heard the audio of what was going on in the ring, so. Okay, I was probably writing something and looking down yeah. at her page. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go, everyone. She was doing the, the, the driveway thing. Um, but yeah, look, then post-match, this is clearly going to happen. I'm surprised this didn't happen mid-match. Um, Kai's trying to beat down on Saray and out comes Gonzalez. And basically, long story short, looks angry, chases Kai away and confirms their match for TakeOver 36. So, but she, okay. right, but she confirms it. How many times during this match did they say that was at takeover? Like three, yeah. four? Yeah. But wow. She's confirming it. She's just oh, making sure everyone knows that she's it. on board. Okay. It's, it's not going to work if she doesn't turn up, apparently. So, so all right, that was an okay start to the, to the night, whatever. Now we have a recap of Gargano versus Loomis from last week. Don't forget, it was a love her or leave her match where if Gargano wins, um, Indy and Dexter cannot be lovers until Indy decides to run down the ring and destroy the whole stipulation. And did you hear Wade Barrett? He's like, wow, that was pointless, that whole match. (laughs) (laughs) I did hear that. Wow. Um, Yeah, so look, I'm going to say my opinion right now. It was bad. 
hit. This was terrible. It was like they oh forgot my. to write the segments. Oh my! And then they this were like, going, "Just do anything. Just do every unfunny cliche in a terribly executed way." This reminded me, and I'm going to steal copy paste high five one of your descriptions yeah. of when they did the money in the bank in the building. Yes, and you're saying it was like robotic aliens pretending yes. to write jokes. It yes. was the same this, thing here. And so, this reminded me of that, and it also reminded oh. me of all those street prophets and Viking raider yes. skits that they forgot to write. Yes. And we just credited them. We just yep. said NXT doesn't do that. And here they do that. And here they do that. And I wonder if they have like one writer who's like quite good at this. And when he or her gets put on the comedy segments, they work and everyone else just doesn't get it. Or on the flip side, there's someone who's really bad. I guess. Vince likes their sense of humor because it's the same well, brand of crappy comedy. It is. Whoever was in charge of this botched every. All three segments. There were three segments tonight, and they all stunk. I really feel like this could just derail this whole thing in one episode. It's going to take a lot to bring me back because this, wow. Well, speaking of derailing um, and a guy that's going to wrestle later, um, uh, one Odyssey Jones jobbed out, um, what's his name? Didn't job out two, but jobbed out Austin Theory in a squash match on main event as well. So Austin Theory not only ran away from home, but he's didn't even run anywhere where he could win. He lost. So look, many people will say that that's karma. You know what I mean? Oh, but I know, but as, it's just as a like, professional. That's pretty, pretty bad. It's real him. sad. I mean, he's, he's not bad in the ring. He's not bad on the mic. You take away his, discrepancies in real world and he's got a lot of talent yep. and to do that to him i can only hope they have bigger plans and with the plans going forward for nxt to be all main eventers and all wrestlemania caliber this and that theory fits that bill so i i i, I don't understand it even more i don't know like i just i don't get it but wwe everybody why do we love it it's gonna be anyway. it's gonna be the um odyssey jones show from now on oh jesus it might just. Um, okay, so look, there's. So what we're doing with this Gargano thing is predictably we're having date night with Index, and yes. I have to use it as they use it. So the idea is we're going to have three acts tonight. It's going to be the first act will be everyone getting ready, and you know the house scene, and then we'll have two scenes at the restaurant. So we start off with Indy getting ready in front of the mirror. Then we cut to the Garganos, and they're they're literally calling them the kids now. Like they're yes. literally worrying about mm-hmm. the kids. They're all aboard the nervous parent thing it's about as good as the night gets to be honest these kids get um he says theory is out there half naked in the wilderness which tickled that me. I thought that was funny. one of the only funny lines yep. yeah that was about it yep and then you know knock 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 dexter arrives at the door and this is going to convince the entire night of dexter's a mute he doesn't talk and that doesn't listen emote. and i want the seg these segments to be good obviously because we're watching them and we're wasting our time on them but there's yep. so there's such a limitation thanks to Dexter not talking. So you yep. really have to be smart when you write this. This person that writing this was not smart at all. And nope. only once did they did that pay the no talking pay off. And it was like in Act Three, I think. So no good, not at all. Look, if they're gonna build to he slowly starts to open up and build his character, okay, fine, that's acceptable. But they've sacrificed these three acts, these three segments for yep. that because oh my gosh anyway so dexter arrived he's in super creepy mode he's just staring at johnny gargano as he opens the door he's got his flowers in hand 
and it's all very cold, no smiles, no exchanging of words. Um, now, Candace is putting in the mirror in the bathroom with Indy, and she asks about protection, which is, I don't know if that's funny or stupid. I don't it's know. It's stupid. It should. Stupid. It could be funny, but it's not. No, Indy flexes and goes, I'm a wrestler or something, and I got muscles. I don't know. I don't need protection. Mm. And then in the lounge room, this is kind of could be funny. It's been done in movies before. I can't remember the name. Yes, of the and movie, that's the problem. It's been done, so you got to do something. Yeah, you got to do something that's either already proven to be super funny or do something different. And instead, yep. they picked like the laziest lines from everything. Yep, yep, they really did. So this is just Johnny and Dex are just staring at each other in the lounge room, no talking. And then Johnny's like, "What are your intentions?" And of course, Dexter said nothing. So Johnny says, you're just going to have a good time. You're going to be home by 10. No funny business. Dexter doesn't say a word. Um, and then the two lovebirds leave. Um, and then Johnny's like pulls out his phone and he's like, it's all right. I'm tracking them. Uh, and Candace was excited before she knew that. She just saw the phone and for some reason that made her excited. <laughs> she didn't even know what he meant yet. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. NXT, please, please, please don't lose your funny bits because mm. sometimes that's all you've got. Now, we have Hit Row standing by a burning rubbish bin. Okay. Is this right. symbolism? What it was this? I'm I'm not sure. I'm going to need some of your wrestling knowledge in a minute too. <laughs> okay. But they're talking about Legado Del Fantasma's actions last week and I can't understand what they're screaming. Someone says a line and then they're like, that's facts or that's black and white. I don't know what they're saying. I can't understand it. Yes. I tried and I literally, I, that's me. That's on me, but I couldn't work out what they were saying. Yes. Anyway, so they're all having their turn of talking and it's it's still a little bit cringy, but it's it's their thing now. And Swerve reveals he has a mask from behind his back. And I'm pretty certain that relates to Escobar's father. Am I wrong? No, that's Escobar. Wait, that's his, is that his mask? Yeah, when he first started, yes, he was in the mask. He unmasked on NXT, and then he would load a metal object in the front of the mask and wear that. And in fact, he's done that to Swerve already a long, long, long time ago. So that's already happened. Um, I thought I saw the start of Escobar, but maybe that was in my non-watching NXT period because I don't recall that mask. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's what that was. But also the whole, they ripped out my grill thing. He just went and got another one. So it doesn't even mean anything. Like, and clearly it was designed to be removed. So (sighs) yes, it's like saying you took off my sunglasses. Yeah, why? That's not how you do that. Oh my God. That was so dumb. Whatever. Um, It's all right. Look, they get the mask, they throw it in the fire and, you know... Okay, that happened. Yeah. I don't have much else to add. It's exactly what you think it would be. Now we have Mr. Dragonov coming to the ring. So this is cool. We haven't seen him in American NXT before, so this is cool. Yeah. But I have to be, I like him. Let me get that out. But I, this is mean and irrelevant and and not, I don't need to say this, but I have to say this because I couldn't get it out of my mind once I saw it. Yes. He looks like you're doing, you know, Y2K, whatever it's called, WWE, whatever it's called, the game, and you're doing a creator character, and you've just pushed all his face too far down his face. Oh, and, and nose and mouth are all squished down the bottom of his head. <laughs> it's just don't poor dragon off. I don't mean it like I really I like him a oh. lot, but I thought that and I couldn't get it out of my head. It was mean. Anyway, sorry. That poor kid. I know, but don't worry, he could destroy me if he had to, so I'm sure he's yes, fine. Yes, he could. So Mr. Forehead, I mean Mr. Dragonov, he's a man of few words, 
and pain is his language. Ooh. And I like the way he talks because it's a little bit broken English, but it's still really effective. I yeah. liked it. It reminded me of Rusev when he was doing his broken English thing, and it was still really, really it was yes. fun to listen to, and you believed every word he said. So it was really yes. good. He talks of how his hard work means everything to him, and he says that on August 22, he will defeat Walter and break the record and break the run and you know all that kind of talk, which is cool. And then we all expected Walter to. That's what I thought. Or I thought not Walter. I thought Imperium would show up. Well, I was hoping Walter at the very least on the screen and then maybe Imperium does a beat down. But I actually prefer what they do here. Yes, me too. Mr. Pete Dunn. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. These two in the ring. I'm down for it. Even though Pete Dunn still needs to work on his. The way he talks, he puts the emphasis at the end of a sentence and it's really weird. I know. He needs a lot of work. I like him a lot. So do I. But he but just he... needs to fix his his. Yes. I can't think of the word, but there's a word. There's a word. He needs to fix it. Anyway, so he says that he put NXT UK on the map, and that Dragonoff should be thankful to him. Um, he says that if he had stayed in the UK, he would have already put Dragonoff in his place. Mm. And maybe that's true. Maybe tonight we'll find out if that's true. Dragonoff says he'll beat Walter, which is something that Dunn could never Ooh. do. Good line. So this sets up a match between these two tonight. Awesome. I am very excited for that match. They had nothing advertised for the show. This match is a big deal. This is Dragunov showing, can he beat a former NXT UK champion? The second longest running UK champion. Why would you not advertise this match? Mate, and there's an easy way they could have done this. It may have been a little bit overbooked, but when Pete Dunne was doing his thing with Ridge Holland and all that, they could have just made Dragonov appear on the yes. screen and say something and set it up. It wouldn't Anything. have been too hard. But what? Yeah. How do they expect to get ratings if they're not going to tell you what's even on the show at all? Yeah, it's, that's almost it's self-sabotage because this is a big rating match. People like these sorts of matches. I thought they would, but apparently and they don't think much of it. So that's they great. Well, they don't think much of NXT at all at the moment. So continue it's really the sad. trend. Now, speaking of sad, and this isn't sad in itself, but I am disappointed because we have Grimes and Knight backstage, and it seems like their comedy skits have ended already. Yep. And that's you're right. I think it's. I think that's. We saw them all. It's over. Yeah, I think they're moving the storyline forward. Yep. Maybe because of the changes that's coming to NXT. Now they need to wrap everything up. I don't think so. I think it was always the plan to do that match at Takeover, so that that was just the natural timeline, and we just got screwed. That's all. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, that actually sounds more common sense. But anyway, they're backstage with Mackenzie, and Knight says that Grimes lost the match last week, and it was his fault. Nothing to do with Knight leaving him in a two-on-one match. He yeah. basically just puts it on Grimes and tells him essentially that he's pathetic. And look, Grimes is definitely not happy. Grimes is definitely not smiling and laughing. He is sad. He is unhappy. He's depressed. I said that three times. Yeah. So you get the idea. Um, he also looks mad as well. He looks frustrated. So he said that um, Grimes failed and is a failure, but he's a damn good butler, but that's all he is. Um, so Knight is really belittling him. And what was once fun is now really wearing on Grimes. And yeah. clearly this is the next phase of their story. Yep. So, okay. And there is a match next. Okay. And it is next. Two weeks straight. They said next. True. They didn't next. lie this time. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. So we're going to have Knight... LA Knight versus Andre Chase. And initially I said, so Chase loses and gets kicked out of the breakout tournament and is rewarded with a match. 
And I thought, okay, but it's not much of a match as we'll get to. No. So the ring announcer even says that Grimes is a butler. So it's really, really getting rubbed in here. So, okay, Knight versus Chase. Let's see what this happened. I scratched and the match was over. Yep. It was nothing. Literally it was nothing. Like and seconds. you know what the finish was? You know what it was? I know what it was. It was the BFT. It was. Oh! Oh, sorry. My mistake. He doesn't even. Why? Why is that the call? Why? Why? Barrett, Barrett said it. At least Barrett said it. At least Barrett said the name of the move. Oh my God. At least, at least he's something. But, I know, yeah, but I, but the, it's not Barrett's job. Uh, it's the play-by-play guy's job, and he called it. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Can we have a wrestler that comes out and names their finisher? Oh. I, I wish they did. Awesome. That would be really funny. It'd be very meta, and it'd be very good. Yes. Um. So that was dumb. Why? What did Andre Chase do wrong to lose round know. one and then get jobbed out in ten seconds? I, I don't know. Like that poor guy, and he's talented, but there's going to be more of that kind of rhetoric later tonight. Yes. So out comes DiBiase post match, and I forget how much I love Ted DiBiase's theme. It oh, it's is so my good. Childhood. And it even sounds dodgy audio, like they just recorded it. Grumpy cat style from yes, the tape deck. Exactly. Like it's, it's so good. It's really cool. I love it. Yeah. But you forgot how much you love Ted DiBiase, but Ted DiBiase forgot all of his Everything. lines. Oh, it is so awkward. He's live on USA, oh, and you can tell. No. You could tell. And he tried to cover it up with old veteran tricks. Yep. And and Knight helped him out and they got there, but let's let's <sighs> talk about it. All right, so when Ted comes out, by the way, Grimes doesn't want him out there. No. Grimes is not welcome. He's like, no, 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 Ted, go away. Like, it feels like Grimes is falling into, he's going to be Baron Corbin's best mate in Depression Land soon. Yes. He just doesn't want any of it. Well, he's he also doesn't want Ted getting hurt either, so. Yeah, and so, okay, so let's see what happens. So Ted says the only thing that is probably on script and says, look, I know you're a man of your word. That's it. That's all he knew. <laughs> That's it. He stares and they stare and the crickets chirp and the crowd is awkward. And then DiBiase is just like, like, uh, you need to shut up, Knight. And um, um, Grimes, I think you're a butler. And he's <laughs> just a catastrophe. It's really it's, bad. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's one of the worst line forgets in a, in a short while short while because it's it's blaringly obvious he's it's like i know where obvious. i have to go but i don't have yes. no clue where to get how to get there i don't know how to drive there the see and that's the thing on. listen this is the problem with wwe's system of script writing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ted should have been fine with i'll just get I'll get to the point, but no, yep. he knows he's going to get yelled at or whatever yep. if he doesn't remember the lines that they told yep. him to say. It's not natural. Joe, imagine we had to literally read a script for the podcast. No, it's there's nothing real about it. Nothing there's realistic nothing about it real. at all. No. I feel that that I hate it when I actually read my notes, when I actually read them work when I'm like, no, 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 don't read the notes, man, because then, the, you know, like, and they're forced to do this. And yep. it's mm-hmm. this is what happens. This is what happens. The poor guy. I did feel for him because he is an aging gentleman. And, you know, this comes with the territory. But I really feel for him because when he's on script, he's good. 
but yeah. he, he, he failed. So, look, he tries. He knows he needs to set up another match between these two. And he tries to set it up. And Knight just basically realizes this is a problem. And Knight, very, very good, saves it very well. Yes. Even though he's talking against his own best interests. It did, it's just, a, why would he do that? Why? Remember how I said, why would Knight even put the title on the line and, like, risk yeah. losing his butt? He does yeah. exactly what I said he shouldn't do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he does it. And I think it's made complicated because I don't think Grimes can step in and rescue here because he's playing the role of the butler. It doesn't fit. Correct. So it's on night to do the rescuing and it is, they go, they got to do what they got to do. And so look, basically he, he says, look, fine, I'll give Grimes another shot at the title. Third time's the charm. He ain't going to beat me. But then if I beat Grimes, then you, Ted Tibiasi, will be my butler. Okay. Okay. So what happens to Grimes? Does he have two butler? Or is Grimes, like, if they're going to have Grimes and Tibiasi as Knight's butlers together, that could actually be very good. Um, yeah, except it what really it sounds good. like. What it sounds like is if, if Knight wins, Ted's his butler. If Grimes wins, then I don't even know what. But I... I want to believe that either way, Grimes is out as Butler. I don't understand this. Exactly. That was my problem. Well, I think Grimes would get the million dollar title. And yes, maybe he would, would, but he wouldn't. relaunch him back into his to the moon stuff. He, I guess. Maybe. Okay. What if he, what if he trades the title for cryptocurrency and then there's some storyline around that? He makes more money. I don't know. Something. He has enough money though. I don't know. The only way it works is if he becomes the billion dollar man. Then maybe. But. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 that could, yeah, sure. I don't see Try what the it. difference is, but. Hmm. Yeah, so at this, at this point, I noticed that there's a lot of matches being booked for TakeOver 36, two weeks out from TakeOver 36, when there was no real need to hold off on the official announcement till just before the, the pay-per-view. Yeah. It felt a bit rushed and last second, even though it hasn't been rushed all last second. I just both of the matches they've announced tonight could have been announced far in the in the past, officially confirmed announced. Well, at least and, a week or two ago, yeah. Yeah, like they could have staged them and staggered them, but they do it. They do it again. They do another. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Yeah. So then we go to okay, Gigi Dolan, Priestley or Priscilla or whatever her name is. <laughs> yeah. Um, from previous, the Rose Girl, she now has a vignette, and I have. Good things and bad things to say about this. She definitely has a character in her that can be teased out and made to be actually very good. I guess. Uh, she needs to go back and watch Dakota Kai's vignette from last week and learn how not to overact. Because she needs to go overacting. She needs to go watch everything that Maria did and then do the opposite. <laughs> do the opposite. At one point, she was doing the powerhouse Hobbs lip curl thing. And I'm like, all right. You can do this, dude. You got this in you, but turn it down a bit and just show more of this attitude in the yeah. ring, you know, and and display it at the right times. Because basically she's saying she's not alone while she's playing with roses and chopping the roses off the stem. Obviously a play on Mandy Rose. So she needs to – oh, no, I said that. So, see, I read it and it went all wrong. You would so, think. yeah, basically she is suggesting that Mandy Rose – JC Jane and herself are absolutely a thing and she's not alone. Um, and now if she had said next, then we would have had two nexts being correct tonight, but she didn't. But next is Gigi to the ring with JC Jane and they look good. Their look is good. 
they that look can go far. The weird thing I found is they, and I couldn't remember who I could have Googled it, but I didn't. They're coming to the ring to a rendition of Marilyn Manson's Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This, which an NXT knockout used for years. And I can't remember which one it was. Can, not NXT, sorry, TNA. 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 Uh, yeah. One of them, was it Daphne? It might was have been. Angelina Love? I can't remember My who it was. guess would have been Daphne, so... It was absolutely for years an entrance for for one of the knockouts in TNA, and she's using it. And I don't know, it I don't know, it works for her, but it just felt weird. It didn't feel right. Yeah. But anyway, so we have Gigi Dolan versus Amari Miller. JC Jane is ringside. It's actually half decent. Jobber Amar- Amari Miller can can do what she needs to do. Um, Dolan looks you know decent again she wins with a really cool move and it's clearly her finisher and good because i like it it's you can describe it better than me but it's basically an abdominal stretch into something I it's a stretch bomb is that's what it is oh is that a thing is it okay i love it so yeah you put them in the abdominal stretch and you flip them on their back and you pin them yeah yeah i i don't know I thought so the finisher is good really well. yeah the problem like is uh, why why does Gigi she's looking to the wrong people she's looking to Maria and Paige and so she thinks that she what is. you do is you don't bump really and you do all the work you do let your opponent do all the work and you stick out your tongue after every move or strike <laughs> and then you do your finisher and that's the, the whole match is about that finisher and that's it and about sticking out your tongue I don't like that yeah, That's okay, not cool. going to get her very far. I She's got to learn they... to do something. She has a character that you could do a lot of things with. So maybe they really need to take some AEW lessons and maybe let the wrestlers have some input. Because I'm sure, given that she used to date Darby Allen and given her past, she has creative ideas. She's not scared to push the envelope. Give these guys a bit more of a chance to have a say in their character and maybe she'll be less like a duplicate. But you're correct in what you say. I didn't notice it, but you are. All I remember from the match was a finisher. So, yeah. Yeah, so valid point. Anyway, speaking of things that could be done better, it's date night part two. And even the the editing, the, the cuts, everything is just so stereotypically done. It's, yes, it's all bad. Uh, it's all bad. So you're like, an Italian restaurant. Yep. Explain the part where... And he's ordering everything. Like, is are we supposed to yep. think she just eats a lot? I don't get it. What's the uh, joke? The I, I don't. I get. Know the joke. Listen, I get that he can't talk, so she has to order for him. Of course, but of course. Why is she ordering a hundred things off the menu? And it's like she's doing that fast talking thing where she's being, you know, that sort of girl that doesn't let a guy get a word in each way, but. That didn't need to be the way no, that went. No, there's so many things that are broken about this segment. It's really sad. And I think it was, by the way, I think it was Rosemary that had that song. Rosemary, that actually, actually, I think. You Before they had the full decay song, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think that actually, I think you got that right. I think mm-hmm. you're right. Because I was thinking Rosemary, but I couldn't think of the name. Because Daphne just seems Daphne. like it so long ago. That was, I used to love Daphne, man. But anyway, that's a whole other lifetime ago. Um, yeah, look, so Dex is just saying nothing. Indy's doing all the talking. She's doing all the wording. And then you're like, okay, they could have done this. I think an awkward first date would have been so much more funny. 
just because he's not talking and then she doesn't know what to say and even play off on her Aussie accent and she finally says something and he doesn't understand her because different. I don't know, man. That's too. But anyway, that's too much thinking for them. Too much that. thinking. But look, and then it, if you, it got worse because suddenly you hear on the walkie-talkie, "Do you have eyes on Indy?" Over, and you're like, "Oh no, is Johnny hiding under the table on a walkie-talkie?" Not quite that bad, but you hear a walkie-talkie conversation, and then. <clears throat> Indy gets up and she walks over a table and it's the old holding the menu up in front of your face so yep. you can't be seen. She pulls the menu down and there is Candace in full detective gear, binoculars, mm-hmm. detective trench coat, walkie-talkie. It just didn't work. Like, nope. it just didn't work. That's where Sorry. I wrote, wow, they forgot to write a story. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, it was already done. She was already busted. And Candace is like, oh, we're busted. Abort. And runs away. And I'm just like, oh, no. What have they done? What have they done? <sighs> and it's not good. So that's it. Segment two. That, that was segment two. Junk. Yeah, junk. And then we go to in the ring. We have Regal. <clears throat> Sorry, i got something in my throat today. Regal already in the ring with a team of very large security guards. And wow. he's standing at a podium. Yep. And he introduces that, like, there's no small talk in this segment. Everything is straight to the point, which I didn't mind. But it made it feel a bit more serious which I'm, I'm cool with. So he straight away says it will be Cole versus O'Reilly 3 at TakeOver 36. It will be the undisputed finale. And I'm very happy to hear those words because not only does it suggest that this will be the last yeah. match, it's also the last of the undisputed era feuds. Yes. Good. So I'm happy. Yep. So out comes Cole and he looks healthy. I had a theory he may have a neck brace on. We may be getting swerved, but he doesn't. Yep. That whole injury fine. thing, again, was just, you know, they just wanted to sell the Brain Buster. Had, like I said, it had nothing to do with calling off the match or anything like that. No, I've got to start listening to you more, mate. It's almost <laughs> like you've been doing this for almost two decades. Maybe, almost. yes. Maybe. All right, so Regal, and sorry, um, they both come out, obviously. Regal announces, and I'm, I'm happy with all of this. This is cool. I think they could have done it better, but this is cool. Regal announces that it will be a two out of three falls match, which is exactly what these two need to put yeah. on the classic they can do. So good. Each of them get to pick a stipulation, and if a third fall is required, Regal will pick the stipulation. But then, nice. That's great, except, except it tells you it tells you what's going to happen though. It does. Not, it's it not going to tell you the winner, but it, no, here's no, what no. it tells you: it tells you one of them has to win the first fall, and that means the. That means the second fall, all the drama is ruined because you know who wins the second fall. So it can be tied because you can't tease what they are pretending is the third fall unless that's Mm -hmm. really going to happen. So Mm -hmm. therefore, the second fall of the match is ruined. It is. And it's a real shame because I think they should have, if they're going to have a brain, and I know it wouldn't work, but I prefer to see the second fall stipulation first in that case. But look, the good thing about, and we'll get to the stipulation in a second, the good thing about that stipulation is because of what it is, it can still be exciting and, oh, my God, and this is crazy, even knowing who's going to lose. Yes, it could still be you fun. Know, I just think that middle, the middle fall really hurts. That's all. It does. It Especially does. because let's talk about what the falls are. Yes. So Kyle initially picks a very boring stipulation, but they do put a little bit of nice – a nice little bit of psychology on the top of it's it. It's logical. It makes sense. It yeah. is logical. So he says, Kyle picks a pinfall or submission match. And I really wish he should have said, I pick a regular fries match. Cause that would have been. I wrote really regular cool. fries match, but <laughs> all, he did say straight up match. So, so that's good. 
Imagine he said regular fries, your head would just. It would, or if he said a one, two, three match, my head. <laughs> a would one, two, explode. three match. Yeah. Yes. All the smart wrestling universe just lost yes. their minds. I wish he would have um, picked it. And look, I said blah, but then he said because he knows that Cole losing in a straight up match would destroy him. Yes. And then give O'Reilly an upper hand in the second fall. Very smart writing that brought me around to it. Well done. Um, and then Cole chooses a street fight for the second match. Okay, okay. cool. But that will create awesome viewing. It'll make but, exciting spots, but you know which guy has to win it though. Whichever yeah, guy didn't win the first fall has to win the street fight. So unfortunately for me, that kills it. I'll be honest, it doesn't kill it entirely for me because I still like watching people go through tables. I know, and but wait till so, you, okay. you say that now, but wait till you watch the match and you tell me then that it wasn't right. like, I'm excited to, th- to see him go through a table, but you're just but. waiting for X to pin X. And yeah. that's that's it. Yeah. That's all. Uh, stop being right. Stop. Sorry. Stop it, man. It's not not fair. No. All right, now. This is where I feel we get an insight into Cole's contract situation. Because I wrote, Regal is absolutely picking a a loser leaves WWE match um, for the third stipulation. Okay, so we're going to wait and see. So in the ring, Cole and O'Reilly trade some really good promos and insults back and forth to each other. It's good. Um, God, Cole is a good talker. When he gets in the zone, he's so good. Like, I would actually really like to see a long build-up Cole versus Cena feud because I got to give Cena credit when he's in these long build-ups he does some good smack yeah, talk I would, in the ring I would like it as well I yeah, wish I could be really good I wish I could say O'Reilly was as good a talker but he he forgot a lot of stuff yeah he's not as good and he wasn't sharp but he still wasn't terrible yeah. and I still felt the animosity between these two and it still built the match so I feel just scraped by but anyway it ends up with a pull apart and Regal says, it's because of this that the third fall will be a steel cage match. Okay, so again, when okay. the steel cage is hanging above the ring, you have yep. to use it, which you means can't. it has to be a three. Now listen, you can totally swerve it, and you can make it so that, say, O'Reilly wins both falls. But then you'd have to have Adam Cole ask for the steel cage to come down and then kill him. So you could do it. There is a trick that you could do to still use the cage where the crowd won't boo it out of the building. Can I be honest, though? Yeah. I actually don't think I would want that. I think I would prefer dodgy second fall because you know who's winning. And then I want a steel cage match. I know that, but I'm saying, but right. But I'm saying if you want to really trick people and you want to show that this isn't fake, you, you definitely, you could win in two. Then you have to then use the steel cage after the match. Absolutely have to use it. But as far as this goes, steel cage match, good, good third fall. That's fine. I just wish it wasn't so predictable, but at least, at least, I mean, as of today, I don't know if Adam Cole is re-signed, and that's on purpose. I don't think that's going to leak out. And therefore, Cole still could win this. I've got a feeling, because it's not the loser leaves, I've got a feeling the cage match is a sign that that Cole might be staying. Yeah. that's. I know that's a little bit naive. Could be. But it feels like that's a little... I feel if he was leaving, man, that would make a loser leaves. I just... You know, uh, look... Watch this space, but I got a feeling he's re-signed. But this should be good. So I am now well done, NXT. I'm excited for this match. So let's see what happens. I'm happy to see this feud ends in a very exciting fashion. So that's cool. Yeah. But the question is, you've got two, three 
absolutely huge matches now for the men's yes. men's matches. I actually don't know what's going to main event. It's probably going to be Cross and Joe, but um, man, this is a good card coming for Takeover. Yeah, 36. I mean, you could seriously good. You could also put that that uh, Samoa Joe match second last too. You could. You could because there could be chaos and debris all over the place from this match. So you could put Samoa Joe right in the middle of the card, and it would be fine. You could put the women's match second last. That's fine. You know, there's ways you could do this, but it seems like this this three falls match is so weighty it almost has to be last. I, I, I it feels the overbooking of it. It will will dictate that as well, and then they can do some real damage of the arena and yeah. really make it look memorable. I get, Here's the thing. Expect whatever match has the post-match thing that happens after the the the, uh, the graphic comes yes. up at the bottom of the screen. Whatever match is <laughs> yes. going to be the one that needs that for the new for the new hook to watch it next time. That's what has to go on last. So so yeah. if you are in the school of you know who's going to fight Samoa Joe next? Oh, okay. So so then that answers the question. So let's say Cole's resigned, right? Mm-hmm. Then that match would go on in the middle of the show or second last. So Cole would win in the cage, barely whatever. He kills Kyle O'Reilly. Then Samoa Joe could win in the main event. The bug comes up. It's almost over. You think it's over. We're going to fade to black. But then Cole hits the last shot on Samoa Joe, whatever. That, that's, that's how you end the show. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. So fine with that. Yeah. That, miss it, but I'm fine with that. That makes the most sense to me right there. Well, book it NXT. No okay. one's going to complain if that happens. No, no one. No, that would and be great. What happens? The question would be, what happens to Cross when and if he loses? He I just have no di- idea what his future you just, is. He- you just disappear and show. You're just on Raw show now because he's already on yeah. Raw. So he's just only on Raw. Then that that's what they did with the Viking Raiders. I know, they were on NXT and they were on NXT and they were on NXT and then all of a sudden they were also on Raw and they yep. were on both and then eventually. They're just not on NXT anymore. Yeah. Cross is starting to warm up. He's actually starting to be... I mean, again, for me, it took me a while. to. I'm starting to like what he does. Later in the show, there's a great promo that he does. But anyway, anyway, we'll get to that. Yep. So that's cool. Next up, we have backstage Champa and Thatcher talking. And every time I see him, I still can't get over what a good pair these two are. It's really good. They just really compliment each other. Mm -hmm. They're talking about Dunn, Lorcan, and Holland from last week. Um... It's a good promo. It's predominantly Champa talking and Thatcher being toothless Timmy next to him. And um, Champa wants to take on Holland himself. But Thatcher, if you wouldn't mind me kind, sir, it will be Thatcher versus Ooh, Holland. Ooh, look at that. He's kind of stepped in front and Chompy did not like that. Well, Chompy, you know what? What, what, what Joe's referring to is that Chompy stood up and like threw his chair away and stormed off. Yeah. I also read that because I thought as well that, ooh. Is that a schism starting to be created? But maybe he's just so pumped up, he's just like, oh, and just. It could be. I just think. Things, I know? just think he wanted to beat up Bridge Home first. That's all. Well, triple threat coming your way. I'm sure some way something. Um, oh, maybe not. That makes no sense, actually. Yeah, I. I just don't know. I don't know exactly where this is going. No. Then again, Bridge Holland's in a group, so there will be a tag team match. We'll Could see. there be a third member to join yes. Thatcher and Chippa? Yeah, and I don't know who that is. So It's one of those duos that I'd have a lot of fun trying to think about who would join them, but I've tried and I can't think of anyone. There's no one on the, no, there's no one there that I would believe. So it would almost yeah. have to be like an opposite kind of person that would join them. 
Oh, are you saying an odd couple storyline, Joe? <sighs> an odd throuple. Yes. Odd throuple? Yes. WWE doesn't do those, mate. Don't you know? I know. They've oh. never done odd couple ever. Never, ever. They should do it. It would be really fun. Wow, that would be unique. Uh, all right, next. <laughs> we have an Imperium promo, and they are interrupted by MSK this time. So if you recall a few weeks ago, um, Imperium interrupted an MSK promo when they're about to tell us what MSK stood for. And this time it's MSK interrupting the Imperium promo. promo. They start by impersonating Imperium, then like, ah, oh, that we can't keep a straight face. We can't do it. Look, these two are over the top. They're cheesy. They are so main roster John Cena, WWE, it makes me sick. But they do it really well. This is good. Like, yeah. They do it so well. They do it so well that they almost give them, give them a little bit of time. They could get to that Young Bucks level of cheesy as hell, but geez, I love it. Because they can actually do this thing, man. They can do it really well. Basically, they're jokey clowny. They're doing their thing and they just challenge Imperium. Okay. Cool. We'll get more yeah. about that a little bit later. But here's the that question. Was, Do they yep. wrestle anymore? Well. When was the last time we even saw them? Contract. I think it was in a tournament. Was it? Uh, uh, I don't know. I said that and then I thought I'm probably. That's not real. No, the last time we saw them was. <laughs> Never was listen to me. <laughs> when, they re- when they wrestled for the titles, they would put the titles on the line against Thatcher and Chompy and they won. Oh, I was in a pay-per-view. How long ago was that? Like six weeks yeah. ago? Yeah, it was. I wonder if there was a secret injury. Two or months ago? Pay- I don't even know. Yeah, tournament was confused in my head for pay-per-view. So, yeah, hmm. same, same, right? But, yeah, 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 you're right. Or was, was it? No, it wasn't a pay-per-view. That was the free-per-view. That was Amer- Great oh, American Bash. Great American Bash. Great American yeah, yeah. Bash, so, that yeah. was, that was, wow, like six or Five. seven weeks ago? Five, six, seven, somewhere in that. Yeah, yep. definitely. A mm-hmm. while. They're earning their dollars. I guess. All right. Now, this is where I get irritated. We have breakout tournament semi-final number one. It is Odyssey Jones, Mark Henry 3000 versus Trey Baxter. And he's not Buddy Christian this week because, again, as if they listen to us, the top bunny's gone yeah. and he doesn't look like Buddy Murphy anymore. No. So, good. This helped so much. Yes. It just, I felt like I was watching Trey Baxter now. Even the Christianisms seem to go away mildly. So, I liked him so much more in this match. And I don't know why the crowd is in love with Odyssey. Because they like to see a big guy destroy people. That's all. It's really that simple. Plus, he's a fun big guy. So they definitely want to see him destroy people. He loves to have fun. He does love to have fun. And if he ever goes to our SmackDown, he's going to love to have fun week after week after week. Every week. He'll be the newest member of the New Day in our You know that. You know that's what they do. Oh, dear. Anyway, for the fifth match in a row, it's size versus speed. For I mean, for breakout tournament matches. I'm not surprised. But... Both men work well together. Baxter looks so much better. I'm really enjoying his um, contribution to the match. And when Jones hits, he genuinely hits hard. Yeah. Um, his moves look very believable, very impactful, very painful. So awesome. So we're about four offensive moves from Odyssey Jones into the match, and he just wins the match. Clean, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was no almost way. a squash, and he, he wins. Why does he use Raquel Gonzalez's finisher? Can we Ladies not man. come up with any new finishers? I'm sure he's strong enough to do almost any move you want him to do. Why is he doing look, that then? He did it really good. It looked like it killed. Yes, right. 
but Putts. why? It's you can do anything. He picks Baxter up like a baby and slams him down, yeah. just like Raquel. I'm surprised he's not doing Mark Henry's finisher, to be completely honest. That I finisher's horrible, that so don't ever it's say that. One of the worst ever. Um, it just looks like it does nothing. But yeah, so he just wins. <laughs> and I'm so disappointed. He does hit hard. But that was the wrong – Odyssey doesn't need the win. No. He's already got the crowd behind him. And, and they thing, just but, released Watson. I know. I know. But if the, oh, if the winner if the winner of this tournament is getting a title shot, I, know. I guess it, yep. it's fine. I thought he would not win, but it looks like he might. Now, listen, I want to like Odyssey Jones, but this guy needs a lot of work. He gets interviewed, he needs, and yeah. he oh. is like – He's like super generic football guy. He's like, hey, mom. Oh, hi, mom. Yes, we know you're a football guy. We get it. It's just too facey. And I know that's what he's told to do, but he's doing it. He's just too happy. Like his mouth's busted open. He's bleeding. He's not selling it. He's overly happy. He's clapping around. And he's got the stupidest outfit on black and blue striped. I know. Mark Henry. It looks dumb. Oh. All right, look. Real talk, he will probably get a lot better every match he wrestles. He does have potential. It's not like he's useless. I want him to be really awesome, except... Too soon. He's so freaking green. I can't even believe yeah. it. Way too soon to be and that's listen. I understand. This is the tournament you want to be in when you're so freaking green. That's fine. That's the whole point of this tournament. I just... What title is he going to be going after? Hmm. To be to be assessed depends who wins and who loses. Who when who wins? Who wins and who loses? Wow, I'm inventing words. Who wins? But yeah, wins is the match. But, um, uh, no matter. Oh, geez, I just don't. I uh, I can only see him going for the world title. That's it. Depends what happens. I mean, you got small guys wrestling for the North American title at the moment, so you that do obviously. But no matter- unless they want him to do another small man match again, I don't know. I don't see it. Look, wait, there is a possibility. Nah, that would never happen. I was going to say Swerve. He has top dollar. Top dollar and Odyssey Jones are very similar. They could you could work a program with Hit Row where you have a few top dollar matches versus Odyssey Jones big guess, man matches but, that leads to Swerve. But there why? Could be a, yeah, but, why? but why would you put Odyssey Jones, who people love, against Hit Row, who people just started to like? Yeah, that's true too. That's There's true nothing too. about this that makes sense. Even if no, Escobar somehow would win the title. Would you want to take it off of him immediately and give it to Odyssey? The only thing that makes sense to me if he doesn't go for the world title is him going against Escobar and losing. But then what a poop of a tournament. Uselessness then. to lose. Well, it, well then, it's always been. No one's ever uh, actually done this and won a title, have they? No, but a lot of people have come good that have been in it. You know, they've got a good push who, from it. Or, who was the first one that won? It was, what's his uh, name? The guy that... Ask. I can't remember. The guy that had all those problems and said everyone was horrible, and then he went crazy. ACH. Oh, I didn't get damn. that. Could you try again? Siri's yeah. trying to talk to me here. Siri, no, I'm not talking to you. It says, Siri's talk to my hair. I, I, Stop I, it. <laughs> I refuse to let my students talk to their technology. I need to have a talk to you one day, Joe. This talking yeah. to technology thing, it's very I didn't scary. talk to it. It talk—it started talking to me. <laughs> Even so worse. <laughs> my point is, I don't know where, what, how this is going to work, but I think it was ACH was first. ACH. And then I think it was Kushida was second. No, 
maybe. I don't remember. I genuinely don't remember. Whatever. I, I don't even I know should anymore. Remember. I don't remember. It doesn't, because it doesn't matter. That's the problem. I think you proved your point. Yep. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. I think you just proved your point. Yeah. So, okay. So that happens. And we'll just see what happens next. Joe, prediction from you. Who's going through to the final? Is it going to be Duke Hudson or Camelo Hayes? Last week I said it was going to be Christian against Christian. So obviously I'm already mm. wrong. So I don't know. Yeah. I say I don't know if they're going to do a big man versus big man, but they've really been building up Duke Hudson. So I think Duke Hudson wins. Hayes. Yeah, I think I think it. I think well, now is, I Carmelo changed my mind. Hayes, yeah. Look, if Carmelo Hayes goes through, then it's the exact same match Odyssey I know. has had twice already. So I have to mix it up. Yeah. All right. Next, we have uh, Mackenzie outside Regal's office, and there's a few big security guards outside Regal's office, and Kushida exits Regal's office, and then. Bivens, although I wrote Bizens, Bivens exits Regal's office. Yes. And he's thanking Regal and he hands out business cards to security while eyeing off those huge security guards like he's about to make love to him whilst talking to Mackenzie. Now, so to be fair, we, he's doing yep. that because he just lost Tyler Ross and Diamond Mine. That's what I'm saying. And those yeah. guys back there, those are the new recruits. So, yeah. Yeah. It's too character, but I don't know if we're meant to know canon kayfabe if tyler rust has left i don't know if that's no i don't think they'll ever mention it no (laughs) yeah so looks like he's already moving on to recruit more so the diamond mind apparently isn't going away if he doesn't recruit somebody there is no more diamond mind so well it's the roderick strong mind (laughs) they should still do what i always said they should have roderick strong lead a group and they should play these soft-spoken promos and they should say everybody needs a strong foundation the strong foundation. And it's that's a very it. Dahmer initiative, isn't it? It's just, you just need it. Yeah. It has to happen. But you forgot before this happened, you forgot there was a BOA video package with the thousand year old woman. Did I not write that? I, you're right. I did. Oh, that's right. And he said discipline. Because that was like coming up next. Yeah. Something. That's right. I, I did forget to write that. It's okay. But that was coming up next. And of course, it didn't come up next didn't come up next but no. you know they can't do that two or three times in a row mate you're asking way too much no, it's okay um so regal comes out of his office and he looks very happy happy i love regal i say it every week he announces for next week so this answers how are they going to fit yep. so many matches and into I, the paper this is exactly what i thought so exactly okay. what you said it will be imperium versus msk for the tag titles yep awesome yep and then he also announced that Bivens was very persuasive and it will be Strong versus Kushida for the Cruiserweight title. Perfect. Awesome. So they are building. They're doing this right. They're going to mount some big matches, get some eyes on the product, going to do a big send-off and big go-home for the pay-per-view. And good. Exactly how you meant to yep. do it. Good job. All right. Then we have Boa of Tian Sha versus Drake Spudrick. He's still around. I... Also love Boa's intro as much as I love Zia Lee's intro. But this but is different. This is different this time. Yeah, because we the what's her name Mei Ying. Yes. Instead of just sitting there, <coughs> we get not only close-ups of her face and her makeup, but she stands up and walks to the ring with Boa. Yeah. And stands on the ramp the whole match. Do you so, remember okay. her? Do you remember her from the um the the May Young classic or not? I may suspect she's one person, but I don't know the name. Was she like a luchador kind of ladies wrestler that wear a mask? She was. Um, I know who you're thinking of, but no, it wasn't I'm just her. looking at body shape. 
Or yeah. Similar body shape. Yeah. This was, I believe this was Karen Q from the May Young tournament. But yeah, she's supposed to be a thousand years old with face paint on and she, she can walk. But she's been injured. Um, so she's been injured. So I guess now she's cleared. I have no idea who Karen Q is. I don't recall that on any level. Yeah, so if you didn't see her in the tournament, I don't, you wouldn't know her. Yeah, I don't recall. But coming from, I don't know what Karen Q's gimmick was, but geez, they couldn't do a more left turn on her character than to be a thousand-year-old woman that paints her face every day. It is very strange. Because where's Xylee? Is she she out because she was weak? Have they kicked her out of the group? I don't know why she's Uh, not there. No, she's still in it. She's just not there today. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, look, Boa looks awesome. He definitely has improved a lot from his early days in NXT. He looks great. He wrestles quite effectively and i believe everything he does he's sharp um and he pretty much dominates this match as he should well yeah um drake gets some decent offense but that's only to lead to a mei ying spot where he does a flippity flip outside the ring and then turns around and mei ying spits mist in his face so okay and then he gets back in the ring and boa just ends padrick with a roundhouse and gets the one two three so Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. That match was meant to make Boa look good, and he did. So I'm fine with that. Now to date night number the third. Oh, this was the worst one. This was terrible. I'm not liking this. We see Indy still having her chatterbox one-sided conversation, and up comes Johnny Gargano dressed up as a waiter with an Italian accent, bringing a cake to the table, and it's as bad as you think, and you should watch it because it's it's not even good bad. It's just bad. Nope. This cake part was so stupid. Not just predictable, but done in the dumbest, laziest way. Really bad. So... Of course, Indy is straight away is Johnny, it's you. And he says, no, it's not to me. Uh, whatever. He's doing the Mario accent. Yep. Um, so he says, all right, fine. No cake for you. And then Indy and Johnny fight for the cake. And oh, it ends up all over Dexter. Wow, oh, my surprise. goodness. I never saw that coming. Johnny runs away. Indy eats cake off Dexter. And that sucked. And so, okay. So then she goes in for a kiss and it and she puts her hand over the camera, over the right? Camera. Yeah. Wade Barrett says this. He says, "That's right, yeah." He he thinks two people that almost kissed is X-rated. <laughs> X-rated. Think about that for a second. Wade Barrett, there's something wrong with him. There's so many good jokes that we're just not able to crack on this platform nope. right now. All right, we can't. No. Oh, dear. Yeah, that was an odd thing to say. So next up, we have our Cross and Joe hype package, the second one of the night. It's a lot of Cross doing the talking, and he's doing it very well. It's believable. Cross basically says he enjoys hurting people, and if you only knew my intentions in that ring, you would not step in the ring with me. Cool. Yeah. Um, He says that someone has to bring the chaos like it's his duty. Um, They talk about Joe's true nature and Cross's true nature, and he says that they're actually quite similar. And then Joe actually drops an F-bomb, which is, of course, censored out. But he says he's going to F up Cross. Yes. he which... But then that's weird because he says, I'm not there about for the title. Like, he doesn't care about the title. That's not a way to become champion. That's not. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you shouldn't say that. It weakens the title. Um, and then he says something different. I mean, interesting. Sorry. Cross says... When referencing his finishing move, he said, when Joe goes out cold, so does the past of NXT. Is that a little, like, hint at what's coming and the changes? Yes. 
So then Cross can't be going, either Cross can't be winning or Cross can't be going to Raw. That's what we think, but it's yeah. he's probably he's it's probably he's losing and going to Raw. Yeah, probably. I think if you're going to have him drop one liners like that, then have him at the heart of the changes and do something that follows up on that yeah. statement because that builds intrigue, and I'm interested in what he means by that. So he probably means nothing. Yeah. Joe wrestled in NXT in the past. That's well, okay, more. and the, okay. So this is the other thing. This is the wild, wild out there theory. Mm-hmm. I like those things. And yeah. I hope that this doesn't happen. But if you want to talk about burying the past of NXT, yep. Samoa Joe winning the title would be going backwards. Yep. But if you really want to go backwards and not have Samoa Joe win, but beat Cross, you could have Cross go over and have Big E cash in on him. Whoa. Wow. That's Because Big E was a former NXT champion. You want to make it even better? Yeah. Make him do the five count. Yes, and I need five. Yeah. yeah. And you, I, I mean, five. here's the thing. Listen, I don't think it helps Big E one bit because I still... But but the problem is with the main roster, it's all guys that aren't going to lose the title. So yeah, here's the thing. Oh, man. Roman Reigns isn't that. losing the title. Right, he's not. No. So if he's no. not... Then you have Lashley. But if Lashley's going to lose that title, it's only going to be a temporary stopgap until Saudi Arabia where he wins it back. So he's probably not losing it at all. But if he does, he's getting right back. Biggie's got to, he would have to hang on to that briefcase probably for almost a year, which is fine. Hey, that's fine. But I'm saying there are options here. But He's going to crash in against Apollo Crews, man. Come on. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> just like when Otis was going to cash in on the tag titles or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, so God. bad. Could you, could you imagine if he cashes in on Apollo Crews? Please oh don't. Good. Oh, my God. Jeez. Now, the other thing you could do is have Big E cash in on Walter. That would be awesome, too. But that's not going to happen. Nah, man, you know what? You're right. It doesn't do anything for, for Big E. But no. one of my thoughts about NXT's future is that they might be making it more just like an NX, uh, a SmackDown and a Raw-style show, and they might send some guys down to make it feel more important and make these guys well, get WrestleMania experience. You, so you Big would, E, that makes yes, sense. You would think that, but instead of going in the direction of making NXT a, an important third brand, they want to make NXT developmental again. But then how can it be developmental if you're not going to have that indie-style developmental feel? It's not developmental then. It's going to be six wrestlers on repeat. Because, oh, wait. That's what they do. Because they're going to – that's what they're trying. So I'm not saying they're it's going to work. They're going to play past the parcel, man. They're going to play past the parcel with all the guys that are currently in the basically takeover yeah. matches. They're going to stay and that might be it. Oh, jeez. No, I want that now. I want Big E to cash in and do a five count. That's what I want. I know. That's but awesome. more, but like I said, more likely it's Samoa Joe and Cross are on last, and then the winner of Cole O'Reilly comes out, and the you know we we get our next feud spelled out. That's more likely than Biggie because Biggie Biggie hanging on to the title for a, a briefcase for a year and then cashing in at say WrestleMania. Imagine okay, because imagine the pop if you build yeah. Roman Reigns 
all the way up to WrestleMania. He finally oh, wow. goes against The Rock. He he wins against The Rock, but barely. And then Big E cashes in on him. Imagine oh, that pop. Wow. Now, that's really what you want. You don't want to go backwards. You want to go forwards. And that would be the biggest that they could do. That would be great. And uh, you know what? Big E deserves a moment like that, doesn't he? That would be so I cool. I think that, that if I'm booking next year's WrestleMania and I can get The mm. Rock, this is what I do. Yeah, that the rock because, doesn't lose out at because all. Because you, you don't know. right now, you only have Reigns fight people like John Cena and The Rock if you have a big plan for an for an internal star to go over huge. And the only guy that fits that right now is Biggie. Well, he's definitely got the capability yeah. to do that, to pull it off and to ride with it and to yeah. actually maintain it. So, so that's that's what I think. So that's why I don't think it'll happen. But this this thing in NXT will happen. I just made that up. But but I could totally see the, the WrestleMania thing playing out. And um, I could totally see the winner of Kyle and Cole um, coming out at the end of the show. So. Mm. Okay, well, let's see. Let's watch this space. Now we're going to like, I felt like I was watching ads. It was like six packages in a row. <laughs> we have a package for Dragonoff, which is yes. really short and nothing to talk about. Then we have Sonic. What the heck is a Sonic, man? Sonic this, Sonic that, Sonic that. This episode is all Sonic. All night, this whole what show is, is sponsored by Sonic the Hedgehog. And Seriously. they have Sonic, Sonic cups and Sonic. There was a Sonic crawl at one point in time. Yes. They're like, that's so the Sonic else? ticker. Oh, it's like, oh my so God, stop. Dumb. I wish it was Sonic the Hedgehog. That would be even better. But yeah, More interesting. it's not. And then there's an MSK package. There's a bit of a next week package where they show MSK. And I think they're talking about the tag match next week. And then they show Kushida. And they're talking about the Cruiserweight package yep. uh, match next week. It's just like four packages in a row. It's too much. Anyway, that gets us to our main event, which is awesome. This is not a bust a nut to go see it match but this is if you want to watch a good main event for nxt go watch this match because i really enjoyed this pete dunn versus Ilya dragunov it is super hard hitting it is super technical it is precise it is snug it is very enjoyable these yep. guys know their craft and they know it so well and i can only assume this is what wwe means by making nxt more about guys who could headline wrestlemania because if this is the sort of thing yes, they're talking this is, about, this is awesome. Then they, yeah, then that's awesome, and they might be onto a good idea. So we'll see right. how it goes. Um, and then, of course, they put the one and only picture in picture in this match. Please go away. But these guys are so good that the second they're back, I'm bought in immediately. Like there's no lag. Oh, you know, no, it's I'm good. straight it's, back into the match. It's all the match. The entire match is good. It's a shame though. Like I said, that it wasn't advertised. And even Barrett makes yep. mocks them for not advertising it. He calls this a hastily thrown together main yes. event. Yep. It does. And it is. That, yeah. And that's a shame. And the other thing that's a shame is that a match of this caliber. I mean, there's so many good spots. I'm not going to sit here and call them all. Cause it's just one of those matches. Just go watch it. But because you know, it's a 15 minute main event on NXT match. You know how good this could be, yep. and you're not going to quite get that. And so you're watching it, and you're loving it, but you know you're reserved a little bit because you know it's, it could be so much better in a pay-per-view. So hopefully we get this match in a pay-per-view later. But anyway, Dragonoff is setting up his finisher, and then Walter's music hits. Awesome. And out comes Walter. And the crowd belly pops. I didn't know. They chant Walter later. They, but they in the popped, moment, but he's still the heel, though. I thought Walter... In the States, unannounced, 
all the hype. If I was at that venue, I would have been going bananas. I know that's fun. me too, but you know, yeah. to the average person, they don't watch NXT UK. So well, and apparently they uh, have no. I don't know, personality. I don't know. I would have <clears throat> thought a big pop should have happened here. But anyway. I know. So he comes out and he gets Dragonov's attention, which a couple of moves later eventually leads to a better end. And Dunn gets the win. So, okay. Yikes. So Dragonov lost in the lead up to that match. Interesting. Yikes. But hmm. the good news is the crowd is not happy. The crowd is booing their head off. Great. Awesome. They're bored in at least that much. Post-match, Walter... <laughs> I've written Walter attacks Walter. Post-match, Walter attacks Dragonoff, but Dragonoff fights him off and actually stands tall with his theme music holding the NXT UK title. Yeah. So, okay, he's not winning. So, okay, whatever. It's That was a good way to finish the night. Yes, but it's still hard to say. You could still bring someone in to go against Walter if Dragonoff can't, can't get the upset. If he can't do it, then... Like I said before, you could bring in somebody like British Bulldog Jr. to come in. Could do that. Someone do that. someone new. You need someone new, though. It can't be someone that's already done this. Or it could be a new match, and it could be a triple threat. Throw Pete Dunne in the mix. You could, Possibly. but I don't believe Pete Dunne could win that title. I don't. I, he he lost to Walter definitively, and then to the title. He lost the title to Walter definitively two years ago. So I don't, I just don't buy that, or three years ago almost, I just don't buy that Pete could win the title back. But you're talking about a company who just put their number one women's contender in a jobber match against Aaliyah, so anything's possible. But on a show that no one sees, that's the thing. Yeah, sure. But look, man, he's changed his physique, he's he's changed a bit, they might want to re-push him. The problem with Pete Dunne, and it is a problem in my eyes... When you see him too much, he gets a little predictable and he starts a little bit of Adam Cole syndrome for me. To me, Adam Cole matches are made with the opponent and how well they work together. Same with Pete Dunne. I get bored with Pete Dunne when I watch him too much. That's why I loved this match because I'd never seen him against Dragonov. That's true. Okay. No. So, but we'll that's see. That's fair. Yes, we'll see. And that's it. That's our NXT. Let me we tell people old. what I did after NXT. After NXT was go. over, I decided to go on to Peacock with that stupid, stupid system. It, first of all, it's hard to find anything on there. It, it's so It takes so long to find things on there. But yeah. once I did find them, here's what I watched. I did basically did the best of Walter. I watched the end of NXT oh. Black Takeover Blackpool where Pete Dunne retains his, his NXT UK title against one of the Coffee Brothers, and then yep. Walter shows up. And that pop was... That was something. So Walter yeah. finally shows up in NXT, and then I watched... Walter's debut match in NXT against Jack Stars, um, where he just beat the crap out of poor little stars. <laughs> then yep. the next Walter match on there was like the next week against uh, Mark Coffey. And that was a longer match, but he still beat Coffey. And then they, then we went to, um, what was it? I think Cassius Ono was next because oh, wow. they were, they were recording a UK show in America in Arizona because it was near one of the other takeovers. So then I got to see him beat up Cassius Ono and win. And then the next one was Walter and Dunn had to get together and be friends to fight the coffee brothers. So they actually got along the entire match. 
Interesting. And they you won. You had a Walterthon. You had a Walterthon. I had a mini Walterthon because here's the thing. The next match in Walter's history in WWE is that match against Pete Dunne where he wins the title. And that match was awesome. So that's yeah. that I'll be watching again. And then I'm going to watch all, you know, basically I'm watching every Walter match before TakeOver. Cool. You're going to be so ready, man. You're going to be like super pumped. I'm already ready. And things I was thinking, the commentators actually said, Nigel said, he said, um, he kind of reminds me of a younger Andre the Giant. And I was like, yup. And that's just it. Younger version when Andre was more flexible and he could do more things. That's what it was. But he's just, he's not just that. He's more than that. He's... He's a bigger deal than that. So if you if you care about Walter at all, or you're intrigued by this idea of Walter, that's the one good thing about the WWE Network or and or Peacock is that yes, yep. all those matches are on there, so you can watch them all. And I think we can definitely say that if you're a little bit on the outside with this feud, get on the inside and get ready because this will be a fantastic match. And Let you me don't want to be going, oh, I didn't know much about him. You want to be right. bought in. You want to be bought in. So at the very uh, here's the thing, at the very least. Go watch maybe Walter against Pete Dunne. At, and then and then after you've seen that, you can watch the Walter-Tyler Bate match. That's fine. But watch the Walter-Dragonoff 1 match. So Ugh. seek that out because that is one where you're like, you never thought little Dragonoff could win, but by the end you think he can win. And then yeah. he doesn't win. And it's like, okay, we've had a year to build this up. So... You know, that's definitely, yeah. What can we do now? And this is, um, even though Dragunov lost to Pete Dunne, that doesn't mean, really doesn't mean anything as far as, you know, Dragunov could still, I still believe he could win this. 100%. I just don't know if that's the direction they want to go in. But what I do know is that they're going to put on an awesome match. Oh, it's going to be must must watch, and they've got a lot of pressure. So I hope they can they can they can handle the pressure because everyone's going to be expecting. I mean, their first match was a genre breaker, like it. It really stands out in WWE yep. as something anomalous. And mm. good luck doing that again because yeah. now we expect it. So, yeah, it's going to be something special. And if Please, people, WWE, don't yeah. overbook it. Just have 1v1, nothing else. No, don't they, do they, don't, else. they don't do that. They don't They don't overbook yeah. the UK matches. But also, um, the, the other thing you can do um, to do yourself a huge favor if you want to see what Dragunov can do, seek out Dragunov versus Cesaro. Have they fought? They did. It was awesome. Uh, why did I not? No, I didn't even know about it. Maybe I did watch and I forgot, but I don't recall that. Let me that find out when super... that was. That was. So maybe I did watch it. Dragon off Cesaro was. How long ago was that? 2019. And it... yeah, it was summer 2019. Yes. What, 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 what show was that on? It was a takeover. You know? I remember that. It was Oh well then I watched it. Then I do then if it was a takeover, I watched it. It was a, it was a UK takeover, not an American takeover. Yeah, I watch all takeovers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember watching that one upstairs because I usually don't watch watch wrestling upstairs or watch it um I usually watch it downstairs. But this uh yeah, I specifically remember watching that on like on a Saturday. So Right. But that that's another one. People need to see that. It was really that good. So what has happened to Cesaro? Oh. I don't even Good. I don't even know. He hasn't even been on TV. He's disappeared. Just just leave, dude. Run away. Just I know. run away before AEW spends all their money. I don't just know when his to- Yeah, I don't know I won his contracts up. I can't remember, so oh, mm. poor guy. But anyway. But okay. Now look, Joe, 
we are yeah. on a one and a half hour episode here, but I have to, <laughs> I have to do this thing. I have to do it because fine. Larry keeps talking about fake accents, right? Yes. And whilst I find it absolutely hilarious, he has no idea about the fake words that Australia has, and I just think this would be hilarious. I want an American's take. Have you ever heard of Aussie rhyming slang? Nope. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay. All I want you to do, Mr. Negron, is to tell me what I'm saying. This is all I want you to do. All right. This is up there with walking whiteboard level of oh, no. unique language skills. All right. Yeah. You got to have your hat on for this one. So are you ready? <sighs> this is a paragraph spoken in Aussie rhyming slang. Okay. <clears throat> Mate, can you have a captain for me, Al Capone? I've had a Barry Crocker. I last saw it with the cheese and kisses while she was packing a bag of fruit. What? Please say it again. Uh, mate, can you have a captain for me, Al Capone? I've had a Barry Crocker. I last saw it with the cheese and kisses while she was packing her bag of fruit. Oh, my God. To Australia, everybody. What am I supposed to think? It's it's, it's food related, uh, right? Is it? I don't know. No. Is it? No. Okay, then I don't have a freaking clue. You couldn't possibly have a clue. I just couldn't resist the opportunity to throw this on the show. Is it fake? Funny. No, this is dude. This is totally real. Oh, old school Aussies, like we're talking, you know, yeah, hundred years ago have this weird rhyming slang thing where they, you can't understand it, but it may as well be a different language. Al Capone is telephone because it rhymes. What? <laughs> it's a suitcase or a suit of clothes. <laughs> a, a, a Barry Crocker is a shocker. So you've had a bad performance. You've had a shocker. You've had oh a Barry God. Crocker. Having a captain is having a look, as in Captain Cook, having a bit of a look. Oh, my God. And cheese and kisses is the missus or the wife. No one could possibly know this unless you're like a thousand-year-old criminal from Australia. Literally. So what I said is, mate, can you have a look for my phone? I've had a shocker. I last saw it with my wife while she was packing a suitcase. So there you go. Wow. Not there you go, Holly. A... Match that. Wow. I don't <laughs> think she can. In a million years, I couldn't have guessed that. Yeah, no, that is, it's, I just, look, what can I say, man? I just thought that would be funny. Wow. So there you go. You well, learned something you. new today. So I when did. you go home, you can go home and go, how's it going on cheese and kisses? And Amy will have no idea okay. what you're talking about. I'll try that. It will not go over, but I will try it. Are you you say I smell like cheese? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. That's our show, everybody. It is. I believe it Do is. Do I get to say that? I don't get to say you that. You can say whatever you want. I'm, I might say it again, but you can say it if you want to. You know what I'm going to say? What? I am going to say that everyone needs to go check out two videos this week for me. Oh, good. I, I, I re-edited one of my most freakish, not scary because I don't get scared out of the bush, but one of my most mysterious evenings I've ever had in the bush where I saw lights in the bush. I heard animal noises that were not animal noises. I heard explosions. Uh, all this weird stuff happened, and I got it all on camera, and I read it, and that's up on my Paranormal Encrypted Adventures channel, and it's quite interesting. And then on Saturday, which is a few days from today, I am posting quite literally my stupidest video of all time <gasps> on my Bushcraft and Camping Adventures channel. Yes. It's um, If you want to know how dumb my sense of humor is, Go watch that video. I camped out in my backyard and I've turned it into an absolute mockery of everything. Well, it sounds it's, awesome. 
Well, it's making me laugh while I edit it. So everyone go check those out. And Good. that's it. Plug it in, plug, plug it in. Good. Plug it awesome. In. Thank you, Craig. Okay. That's it. Thank you. Thanks, Joe, for another fun episode, mate. Thank you. It was fun. It was good. And we did lots of fantasy booking, so that was good, too. Um, and I believe you're right. That is our show, everybody. That is it. So thank you for listening. Get more next time on more. And um, we're going to go watch even more, more, more stuff. Um, watch those Walter matches, everybody, and those Dragonoff matches if you can if you can get them. Um, they're on Peacock, so you already have them. You already paid for them, and they're 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 there, so you should watch them. The end. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Until next time, bye, everybody.